Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our part two of our conversation with attorney John Ray. And John has done so much on the uh, the case. I, I mean, much more than anyone that uh, that I, I could think of uh, on getting to the bottom of this and and fighting certainly for the Gilbert family uh, to to try to get uh, some kind of justice for Shannon Gilbert. And unfortunately, with Shannon's life that was given up, that that led to so many other questions being answered and well nothing being answered let's let's face it uh, but being asked and uh, John Ray uh, is the attorney that's been fighting and fighting and fighting and I uh, got a tremendous victory when he won in the appellate division for uh, to get access it's amazing that took so long oh my god but uh, he got access to the 911 tape uh, he obviously can't talk if you heard our first part uh, he can't talk. He's uh, he's agreed not to, and legal in every legal sense, uh, not to reveal what's on the tape. And there's only so much that he could touch upon. Uh, but again, hopefully, we'll get from John today a little more on on Doctor Charles Peter Hackett and his uh, bizarre behavior during this whole situation. And uh, first, let me reintroduce John Ray. John, how are you? I'm very well. I'm driving home from playing lacrosse, and I might lose you on my car if I do call me back. Yeah, no, no problem. Well, listen, let's let's start in where we left off. You you were talking about a, a letter, and this is uh, the the first part. We'll get into that a little later. I I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you to give us a refresher course on Doctor Peter Hackett. Uh, the you know the most everyone saw the first time everyone got a whiff. Of of Doctor Hackett was uh, was in a, a documentary where uh, where he was asked I think if he killed those girls and he seemed to fake to, I mean to every intelligent eye he seemed to fake a heart attack or something and and someone said no it's uh, actually a very close friend best friend of uh, of Steve Ballone told me no 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 he has a AFib or. Uh, defibrillator or something, and and he defended him. By the way, while also singing his praises, uh, idolizing the man, and that was uh, you know maybe the best friend uh, that Steve Ballone's ever had. Uh, just sung the praises of of Doctor Peter Hackett, Frank McKay again here with John Ray. John, give us a, a lowdown on Doctor Peter Hackett. Is he somebody that that people should be idolizing? First of all. No, Peter Hackett is not someone anyone should idolize. Uh, Peter Hackett is certainly a chief suspect in the death of Shannon Gilbert. That's why I sued him on behalf of the estate, uh, on behalf of Mary Gilbert and the estate of Shannon Gilbert. And uh, that case is ongoing. But he's, Peter Hackett has a quite a, a uh, embarrassing history personal history, which he himself made public for many years over the course of since the 1980s uh, regarding his own so-called doctoral behavior <laughs> and uh, and he's become a figure of great controversy before he was even involved in the Shannon Gilbert uh, death but since then his behavior is very consistent 
Gilbert's behavior as to Shannon, that is, and as to Mary Gilbert, is very consistent with his personality that developed in these controversies over the years. He, 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 it starts with Peter Hackett uh, becoming the head of emergency medical services for Suffolk County and also becoming the, the official police surgeon of Suffolk County when this man had no uh, he, he had no practice. He had no experience in uh, administrative work of that sort. He had no he had no credentials whatsoever, except that he was an osteopath. And uh, he gets appointed to these high positions. So it's extremely likely that that came about from a political appointment. But anyway, there he was. And in those positions, he engaged in exceedingly bizarre behavior uh, all over the county. <laughs> he, 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 for example, he, when he went to the Flight 800 uh, crash, you know, the, the, the TWA plane that crashed off the coast of uh, Shirley and Mariches, he went there with uh, the medical examiner to recover bodies. His stories that he told, and he told these stories to, to his fellow employees and to eventually to Newsday, these are the stories that caused great attention to be focused upon him, and he got fired from his job, uh, or jobs, actually, because of these stories. He, he would claim that, for example, he is a, he's a man with missing a leg, and he would claim that, and he was obese, and a very tall, obese fellow, and he would claim that he was uh, helicoptered in by the Coast Guard and dropped down on a, on a ladder and, and uh, onto the, the deck of a yacht where he would then dive into the water and recover b bodies or pieces of bodies floating in the, in the burning oil-covered slick water. He actually told people this is what he did. Wow. And, wow. And, and, and that's reported in Newsday. Uh, he also then claimed that when there was a, there were some men who got injured, workers injured inside of a big, uh, empty water tank of some kind, and they were, you know, they had to be recovered. They had injured themselves. He claimed that he rappelled, rappelled down the side inside of the tank to to uh, bring these men up. This is a this obese man with one leg, and it turned out that the people that the men that were going to be saved uh, weren't saved by him at all. And in fact, the, the workers who showed up on the scene said that Hackett was very troubling getting in the way of everything, and they, they ordered him off the site. He also claimed to have, uh, when there was a fire in a house, he claimed to have crawled, uh, sort of combat-like, a combat crawl underneath the flames to help to recover the people that were inside. And of course, the people uh, who who were there at this at the site where the fire took place said that he wasn't even there. Wow. And these these were wow. some public stories that he told. <laughs> and then he would tell stories about oh my uh, fingers. He had a predilection for uh, talking about fingers. And uh, it's kind of an interesting fact when you consider that Shannon is missing some fingers. 
uh, her bones. Un- unbelievable. But, hey, John, John give me yeah. one second to remind folks of who they're listening to. Uh, if you're just joining us, John Ray, attorney John Ray, is our very special guest, and he is the attorney for the, the Gilbert family, and he is uh, he's just been absolutely terrific on the LISC. Um, investigation and his own investigation and bringing people in. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, John Ray is our very special guest. Part two of our conversation with John Ray. Uh, John, you you were talking about his fascination with fingers, and he is Dr. Charles Peter Hackett, uh, better known as Dr. Peter Hackett, and who knows if he's even a doctor. Who knows what's going on there? But uh, continue, please. He claimed, with regard to fingers, for example, he claimed that uh, he had his kitchen built in Oak Beach in his house, which was kind of a rundown, bedraggled house. Uh, he had this the kitchen t- top built so that it would be used both as a kitchen uh, table for his family and as an operating table uh, f- for people in the community <laughs> of Oak Beach. Wow! And then wow! And when he and then he claimed that that. He heroically uh, reattached fingers to a man who had his fingers chopped off in some accident in Oak Beach, and he did it on his kitchen table. He claimed that. And, of course, it's it's bizarre and probably nonsense, but that's what he would say. He he also would make up all kinds of stories about how he lost his leg. And to this day, nobody seems to really know how he lost his leg. He claimed, for example, that uh, he, he lost it as a Navy SEAL in Vietnam. He was never a Navy SEAL in Vietnam. He claimed that he lost it in a car accident on Northern State Parkway when a hit-and-run driver hit him as he was, of course, heroically assisting somebody with a flat tire. He also claimed that he lost the leg on, on Northern Boulevard. Uh, so it was either Northern Boulevard or Northern State Parkway, depending upon when he told the story. And Sounds- anybody that lives on Long Island could not mistake those two roadways. You know, it's, so, it sounds like he's lost that leg a, a number of times, and uh, yeah, yeah, and, and different. Yeah, it, it, it's all bizarre nonsense. But you'll notice that there's a there's a constancy in in these stories, and they deal a lot with blood, with um, people being injured very badly, with violence effectively, and uh, with Hackett's heroic interventions in every case. So while the police initially took those things to mean that. Hackett was not a suspect because he was too crazy to be so, and he was he was too bizarre and too frivolous to be so. Uh, actually, I can I consider that his such stories as that are it can, are consistent with somebody who has a very uh, twisted mind when it comes to other people and uh, and their and their their uh, injuries, but also and more far more importantly, it's it's. Uh, it's a great cover to hide behind and say, oh, look, I'm just a frivolous, crazy guy. And, and the police bought right into that. So, wow. Uh, you know, that's, that's my view. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, sure. anyone, and, and not to cut you off here, I'm going to remind folks once again, you're hearing the voice of John Ray, attorney John Ray here on the list series and uh, our part two with John. And, and if you haven't heard the first part, please binge listen. 
to to that. It, it's absolutely terrific, and he'll give you a rundown on on everything. Just yeah, please be, binge listen to everything that we've been doing here, Frank McKay here, but much more importantly, John Ray, Attorney John Ray, is our very special guest. Uh, Hackett, now you you mentioned that he was the Suffolk County medical examiner and he was the you know surgeon and all this. What years did he serve? Do we do we have any idea? What what what? Sorry. What years did did Peter Hackett uh, serve as, in his official capacity uh, in in his co- uh, official capacity in Suffolk County? Yeah, I, I believe it was in the late nineties, uh, and uh, he he was he served under under County Executive Robert Gaffney. Now, he may have started under some other county executive. I don't know, but I know he served under Gaffney. And, and uh, he, he was he was the head of emergency medical services, not, not the medical examiner's office, but uh, he, and, and the police surgeon, which was an honorary title, apparently, that gave him a uniform with, you know, gold braids and a police badge and uh, a police scanner in his car. So... Uh, or, or some scanner in his car. Anyway, he was, and so he, he was. You know, he would show up at functions, ceremonial functions, and the like, in, in that capacity. But he got bounced because apparently there was some misuse of his cell phone and uh, some personal, other personal matters. But that was after the bizarre stories became public that I told you about. Yeah, you know, so he, John he also just, claimed yeah. he claimed to have recovered fingers in in a seat that was floating up from the flight 800 and he knew the fingers would be there. He claimed because he had gone as a young man to a recovery site off of uh, near Kennedy airport as he was driving home from work and he recovered fingers in a seat there and he knew that people's fingers would, would be in the seats. That's what he testified to (laughs) start to think about how, how, how bizarre that is and what could it mean? What what is it with Hackett and fingers? My God, it's just uh, it's bizarre. Uh, Frank McKay here. More importantly, Attorney John Ray uh, as our part two uh, part of our conversation with John Ray. Part of our list series. We're talking about uh, Doctor Peter Hackett and uh, the just the bizarre. I mean, I I don't think anybody could hear any of this and and not say it's bizarre, disturbing behavior. Now, you mentioned that he he served under Bob Gaffney and if he had a cell phone it was probably late uh late 90s. Uh the county executive that Bob Gaffney defeated was uh, was Pat Halpin and he was uh he was before him so I guess that was 94 so Halpin served all the way up to 95 so he could have been a holdover from Halpin and you know I guess right. if if you have a doctor or supposed a doctor who knows if this guy's a doctor uh with one leg maybe if you're Bob Gaffney you don't want to get rid of uh you know a disabled man or, or or something you know right away without giving him a chance who knows I'm speculating but I will say this that that Pat Halpin, and, and and again, I you know I I don't know. For all I know, they've never met, even though they live four houses, I believe, away from each other. Pat Pat Halpin, a former county executive, lives four houses away on Oak Beach, or I did, you know, uh, for the longest time. Um, down the down the uh, 
you know, road just down the road a ways uh, from Peter Hackett, it, it would be almost impossible for me to believe that they don't know each other and they don't know each other well. And, you know, maybe that's where he got in. Maybe he originally was put in by by Halpin. I don't know. And I'll find that answer out. And, and next week we'll uh, we'll try to address that. But uh, I'll, you know, maybe I'll reach out to Pat. Maybe he'll talk. No one seems to want to want to talk to me about this that uh, that that could have put any of these these characters in in office. And you know, John, the one thing that the one thing that just disturbs me so much is this area. And and you spoke in the first in, in the uh, in the first part, our first part, you know, about this overall uh, you know sexual. Uh, deviant sexual behavior going on and I, somehow or another everything points to Oak Beach and, and Gilgo and West Gilgo that there's a lot of parties happening and and from what I understand uh, Peter Hackett is is a uh, is a guy who uh, attends those parties um, I, I've heard stories from different folks many different folks um, and again, I, I, I invite Dr. Hackett to come on on the show and would like to talk. About, but, I, you know, almost like he's the candy man. He, he walks around with drugs in his pocket and and he's a very popular figure at some of these parties. And he, he hands out drugs like it's candy or it's it's whatever. I've heard this and I've heard it from multiple people. And if Dr. Hackett wants to come on, I, you know, certainly we'll give him his uh, his due to, uh, to uh, dispute this. And I'm, you know, just telling him what many are. Other folks have claimed. Have you heard anything like that? That he is, uh, um, you know, he has uh, access to. Well, he obviously is a doctor. He has access to drugs, but that he uh, he he carries them around on him and he kind of gives them out and and he's been known to give them out to people. Can you say anything uh, in regards to that? Well, there's evidence. We have at various uh, evidences regarding Peter Hackett's uh, career and uh regarding um prescriptions and the like but i i think that we'll, we'll save that for trial um you know when that comes but uh his his reputation from what we could gather was was not a very good one and um he, he he's his behaviors are are not merely bizarre but they're pointedly um what's the right word, self-serving, but not necessarily in, in, a, in a completely rational way. Uh, they're self-serving in a way that somebody who has problems, personal problems, might engage in. And certainly what he did was, and his, his, uh, his whole story about his non-involvement with Shannon Gilbert, his lies that he told about that are part of what I'm talking about. So... You know, there's a, there's a background there. But the, the interesting thing is the Oak Beach Party analysis that you just gave is part of my whole overarching uh, speech that I gave regarding the, these bad and, and corrupted behaviors of, of a large number of people involved in this. Oak Beach seems to have been a, uh, at least in the past, not maybe not now, but in the past, a, a real center for people who were party animals uh, to you know, to end up to be, to live there and, and to continue their partying rather like, you know, people who go out on boats and they tie up in the middle of the great South Bay and all they do is party. And, and that's their, 
the votes are an excuse for that. It's, you know, that doesn't make all voting people like that. It makes those kind of people like that. And that's the same thing with Oak Beach. There's probably some pretty decent people there, but there's an awful lot of people who aren't. And they, and they, um, you know, they, they partied into the night, so to speak, and then, you know, into the era that they came from. They came from the 70s and the 80s and came to live there, uh, 60s, 70s, and 80s when, that was a, a, a party center. Remember, the Oak Beach Inn was right up the street. Yeah. That, you know, the, the uh, destination center for all kinds of parties. And, and Oak Beach is, was no exception. So, uh, and indeed, when, when uh, Hackett's, w- w- rather, when, when uh, Shannon Gilbert's family went looking for Shannon the week after she disappeared to knock on Hackett's door, lo and behold, he was hosting a party uh, when that happened. So, yeah. um, wow. You know, nothing wrong with hosting a party no. by itself, but yeah, yeah. I've I've got to imagine uh, that any any party that that Dr. Peter Hackett um, throws has got to be memorable and bizarre. And uh, just judging from his behavior, John, uh, we're going to need you for a part three. Uh, and no, and again, uh, you know, we're going to need you. We're going to need you more and more. Uh, great job on everything on on the the big victory in the appellate. And the, I know it's been a while now, but uh, what a huge victory you had there. And uh, <laughs> everyone trying to shut you down, and you just don't stop. You know, you don't stop. You're dogged, and you're you're impressive. You're a terrific attorney, uh, John Ray. Thank you very much for being here. All right. Thank you very much for your compliments. And to everyone out there, uh, please binge listen to everything that we've been doing here. You've been listening to our LISC series and definitely listen to the part one that we did with John. And uh, he's he's terrific. Like I said, he's dogged. And he just described Dr. Peter Hackett uh, the same way. And obviously he, he mentioned he, he's not going to touch it. Uh, he's He's got a trial coming up. Uh, that involves uh, Hackett, um, you know, extensively. So, you know, I, I don't blame him for, for not saying anything there, but I, I heard that from so many different people about Hackett. And again, Dr. Hackett, if you're listening, I, I, I invite you, or if you're, there's a friend or relative of Dr. Hackett and they want to defend that claim, I mean, I'll, I'll try to bring the other person on uh, or other group of people that have said this, to me and uh, I'll tell you what I, I I invite you to come on it would be great to to get to the bottom and if there is another side of Dr. Hackett that we're not hearing one that doesn't look like he's faking a heart attack when he's asked by a reporter if he killed women uh, you know again I'd, I'd love to hear it I'd love to see something normal and a normalized situation uh, from Dr. Hackett, if it, it if it so exists. So again, uh, Frank McKay signing off. John Ray has been our very special guest. You've been listening to our LISC series, and we'll see you next time and next week on our LISC series. We'll see you next time on Breaking Down. <laughs>